at this time trying to get my settings done are you okay i'm good all right uh i am mama mac and with me is the famous dr angel falzoni phd licensed mental health counselor and amazing co-host of this show that we've been doing now five years next week that's our fifth year anniversary i almost forgot about it we need to do something really I don't know what. Special. Special. I don't know. But pretty cool in five yes, years. It has been. So how's what's this five years done for you doing this show week after week? Oh, it's been incredible. I mean, we have talked about so many topics and we like? have not out of topics um we have talked about relationships parenting uh anxiety depression conflict resolution boundaries all kinds of things to help our listeners live that high quality of life which is the go yard life which means hitting a home run yes. in life right yes that's why our intro is what it is you can go to our website goyard2014 that's the year we started that is five years ago goyard2014.org it's an org website go there and there we have tons of our shows there and you can listen to them and a lot of them have titles some don't but most do and you can get an idea of what you're gonna listen to right why would somebody want to do that well you know maybe they didn't know about the show maybe they weren't going through a challenging time that when we were talking about it and life happens and it's a great resource of tools that are right there for you when you need them to help you get through absolutely because life coaching is really what we're all about this show and helping people figure out answers to how to handle difficult situations. Yes. And that's that's our goal. So with your PhD, licensed mental health counselor, and me, a pastor for many, many years, etc., have counseled for a long time myself, uh, you know, we've seen it all, I think, through the years. I mean, I have because I'm a little older than you, <laughs> like tremendously older than you. But anyway, we've seen a lot yes, in, in people in real life situations. So our goal on this show is always to bring the information that people can put practically into their lives and their homes and their, you know, their relationships and help them live a better life. Absolutely. So last time, not last week, week before last, last week we ended up having to do a rerun. Uh, You were out of town, and that was okay. And we don't do that often, but when we do, then we pick up where we left off. So we had started two weeks ago, Discriminate Sharing. I said that title to someone today, and they said, what? What would you say? (laughs) I mean, that's not a title that just jumps out at you, and you immediately know what that means. Correct. So but give us a review. I am going to. It means using good judgment and discerning um, with what we share and the information that we give. You know, and it's funny because we wrote this show several weeks ago. And just in the counseling room this week, I cannot tell you the number of times I had to reference this because we aren't using this and it's causing a lot of heartache, yes. pain, betrayal, yes. all kinds of negative feedback from people who are just openly sharing too much with too many people it's a tendency in this time that we these times we live in for people i think to trust too easily would you agree with that yes very much so you know um, there's a lot of uh, internet-based friendships and relationships and people you know they because it's a lot of words and talking they are sharing too much too soon and they feel like they know people very well right Sure, and anybody all these dating sites they feel like they know people sure right people can type and make you think they are anybody that they want you to think they are and we a lot of people buy it and believe it and some people are legit and some people are not and I think there's an awful lot of stories from people who have been, quote-unquote, catfished. Do you want to explain that concept? 
<laughs> we talked about it last time. Yes, we sure did. You know, and that, and it's just what it sounds like where people are coming in and they're really the chameleon. They're coming in and they're being everything. They've researched you. They know kind of a little bit about you because, you know, the Internet's an information highway and it doesn't take a lot of energy to find somebody and their information and what they like and they don't like. And then they become that who you want them to be so that they can get you to trust them quickly and a lot of times there's a lot of fraud and other things that happens with getting cat so basically you're saying uh, that term is interesting i don't know why that how that term I do came up with either. either but the fact is the pr- people would research a person on the internet because there's so much information out there on people and then be the person you want them to be is yes. that what i'm hearing yes. you say yes okay what's the danger in that well you trust them Right. And they're usually not trustworthy people because they're lying about who they are and, and, and their character traits. And a lot of times they're either they cause all kinds of damage from fraud, to heartbreak to all kinds of stuff. Ste- in between. Uh, yeah. Stealing. stealing identity, stealing um, money. They'll catfish people because they're predators and they're interested in their children. Right. And so there's a lot of bad that can or happen. People say, I need, I, I'm in such a dire strait, send me, you know, some money right now and you know, I'll get you paid back at the end of the month when I'm paid. All of that kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. That is going on. So discriminant sharing means what? That we are using good judgment. Okay. That we are using discernment. Okay. When we share. Okay, so we are not telling everybody our whole life story the moment we meet them, correct? Exactly. But people do that all the time they on these sure dating sites. Do. Not just on that. I mean, they do on social media. Yeah, they do. They are putting things out there that that is very intimate and revealing about themselves. Right, exactly. And as you said, people can find out all kinds of things about us. So we decided to do a few shows here on the need to be more careful than we all are in this day and age, right? Yes. And I want to point out something we talked about last week just briefly. Um, and, and you had it here in our notes. And sometimes we have notes and a lot of times we have wing it shows, you know, <laughs> where we just talk. Right. Tonight, we've got some notes because things you we really want points we wanted to make. People actually feel an emotional high when sharing someone else's personal matters. I want you to talk about that. That struck me when I was going back and reading our notes for this show. Well, you know, and they do. So when. What happens is, is they feel like they have this secret knowledge that they're they have this in with people, and then to share that makes them feel better about who they are, right. and so it does. It gives them the that rush of um, hormones on their body that makes them actually have that feeling that that high feeling of doing something, you know, feeling important or feeling uh, more connected than they really are, and so keeping secrets this day and age there's few people who actually keep confidences okay so would this whole concept apply to gossip if that's oh, yes. one reason people gossip is there's a high involved there in is it. and you want to talk about special that? knowledge because i so. talked about gossip last week as i was preaching so because this is a common problem people do all the time sure you know and gossip may be true may not be true a lot of times it's a little truth and a little stuff all mixed together but yeah it makes them feel like they have this special knowledge like that they're insider to something and they feel this flood of yeah you know look at me when they're gossiping the attention and the focus is on, is them. on them for doing that absolutely right? right so so when people are corresponding with somebody that they've never met mm-hmm. in person and they begin to tell them about their divorce, about their this, about their that. I mean, how dangerous is that, Dr. Angel? Well, the danger level, I mean, it, it can be minimally danger to extremely dangerous, depending on what we're out there sharing and to whom we're sharing it with. And that's the thing. It's kind of like playing Russian roulette. We do not know the intentions of the other person on the other end or the receiving end of our information. Right. So it's we don't know where that damage is going to come out but right. we we get this especially with online relationships but even with in person relationships people we go to church with or join groups with or work with we get this false sense of intimacy when we okay. are familiar with somebody when we see them frequently we we get this false sense that oh they're trustworthy okay so is there something going on in our society now 
because of all the information sharing, right, mm-hmm. and all the stuff, that makes people desire to know things about the other uh, about just just acquaintances in our life. We want to know. It, it, do we crave? Are we missing something in our personal relationships? That's what I'm trying to get at. Well, there's a, is a, I think we have a multiple-fold problem in how we, we've reached this level here. One, media has set us up for this craving of intimate details and knowledge. Because, I mean, you go okay. to the grocery store and you look That's at all the asking. magazines. Yes. We want to know who's dating who and who's done this and who's divorced. Like very intimate details of celebrities. celebrities and right. We feel like we deserve that information from them. And now it is with the internet and social media, it's expanded into everybody. Everybody's So it's game. no longer just a star crush that people have on stars, whether they be Hollywood stars, music Correct. legends or whatever, but it's just ordinary people. True. And then with this wave of social media, what we've seen is a decrease in true intimacy. So people oh, are wow. accepting false relationships as intimate relationships as relationships that have a trust level that doesn't exist so they believe if they have 300 400 25 friends whatever their friend count these are people i can trust and people that you know will never harm me and so they have this false sense of intimacy with these people because they've liked some of their posts or pictures or photos and they've shared that so they believe this relationship has more trust than it does so there's a craving Mm -hmm. a need for our society and it's around the globe it's not just here facebook's everywhere right and and other other sites instagram etc there is a craving to have somebody say i like that oh that's a great picture of you beautiful picture of you Right. Yes. And so and that craving just keeps extending. So then when we're mad, when we're angry, when we're hurt, when we're frustrated, we throw it out there because we want these people to come around and support us. And hitting that like button makes some people feel supported. Like there's 25 Mm -hmm. people out there that heard my pain. But at the same tone, what are we putting out there? It's not productive and it can be used against us. And so often we have no clue what well, we, generally speaking, don't have any idea who's looking at that stuff. We don't know. No, we do not know. We really don't. We so it's not, not a safe place to put important details of your life. Absolutely not, because it leaves us very vulnerable. Yeah. You know, and we think our information is private, and, and it's not. The bad people know how to break through those privacy barriers and get those details of our information. Right. They do. They sure do. And I think one of the reasons why we are oversharing and and which which is going on now, sharing too much too soon is we're trying to fast track our relationships. We kind of were stuck in this like really fast microwave generation at this point where, you know, people, you know, I was reading a statistic that on YouTube videos, videos that are like more than five minutes, people lose interest Mm and five minute long videos. Like our attention span is so short these days because all this instant gratification Mm -hmm. that we want to fast track these relationships. So we're just going to get to the bottom and be open and share it all so that we're growing. Fast track relationships. That's quite interesting. Um, what are the problems with fast-tracking relationships, Dr. Angel? There's got to be a lot of problems. Oh, there are so many problems. and they you bring, see it in the counseling room. I see it room. in the counseling room all the time, from friendships to, you know, romantic relationships. This fast-tracking concept that causes so much pain. Because, first of all, relationships have to grow. And they're like a plant. You know, you plant the seed, you, you know, give it water, you give it sunlight. It grows as it gets nourished. Trust grows as I share a little bit. And now I know that you're trustworthy or you follow through with what you're saying. It's a slow process. Right. And we are not patient. So we want to just get straight down to let's have this trust in this relationship and they're not trustworthy or they use the information to harm us or they're out there telling everybody else our business. I mean, I have known people who have lost jobs over this. I have known people who've had their um, children taken away over stuff that they've been sharing with too many people like this can cause huge problems i could see it in the workplace where people would be seeing at work things that you were doing and go to your boss and say this person's not trustworthy or this person's 
drinking every night or whatever the case sure, may be. Sure, because like, we're putting things out there that yeah. isn't other people's business. Right. So attempting to fast track a relationship and, and the poor boundaries associated with all of that. Right. Talk about boundaries. We've done series. Go to our website and find we've got two different series on there about boundary setting. And what is a boundary and why is it important you know, in this topic? So boundaries are, you know, what define us, what lets us know what's ours to take care of and what's not our responsibility. And and boundaries, you know, much like a fence around the house, he lets us know that's our property and what's not our property. Our boundaries in life lets us have our privacy. It lets us have, keeps us safe. It keeps us taking care of our responsibility and not taking care of things that are not. In other words, you're mowing your grass and not the neighbor's grass. Exactly. Might be a fence or a property line. Poor boundaries. It just, poor boundaries is probably a top reason what brings people into counseling because they get overwhelmed, they get exhausted, and they get hurt when their boundaries aren't solid, when they are not constructed. Give us an example of that. Sure. So <clears throat> when my boundaries aren't defined, I am taking care of things that aren't my business to take care of, okay. and I feel obligated to do this because I don't understand where my boundaries are and what's my responsibility. Um, happens in conversation all the time with boundaries. I'm unable maybe to say no, or I believe I have to defend everything. Mm -hmm. You know, I teach all the time in counseling, no is a sentence. Yeah, No, period, the end. You do not owe anybody an explanation. You do not owe a defense. Um, But that's hard for so many people. We've talked about that concept so many times on this show through five years, that no is a complete sentence. Yes. And why is it so hard for people? And even like online. So uh, what happens with a lot of these people online? Suddenly they're texting now because they have your phone number. Why haven't you responded to my email? Why haven't you, you know? Absolutely. And that's part of those boundaries. So this electronic age has let people, first of all, believe that they deserve information they don't deserve and that they deserve a response immediately. Right. (laughs) Yes. You know, they become leashes. Right. And that's not how it works. Right. You know, even as a business owner, I use a cell phone for my business, and most people know it's a cell phone. And I can't tell you the number of people who will text me at 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night, 4, 5 in the morning. My business ends at the end of a business day. I'm not taking those texts and phone calls at those hours. And I couldn't even imagine trying to contact a business owner at those hours. But the number of people who do, it's astonishing. It is. Yeah. Well, I have that with real estate. I'll have had all these years, you know. I can't tell you the number of times I've sold a house at 10 or 11 o'clock at night. Sure. On the phone all evening negotiating, working it out. That's a common problem in, in my business, for sure, in real estate. Uh, and but again, that's a boundary thing, right? Yes. And um, okay, so poor boundaries. You've talked about that. Why do people overshare? What's another reason? There's got to be other reasons. Attention. Attention. Okay, they talk about feel, that. A lot of times, people don't feel like they belong, or they don't feel supported, or they don't feel like they feel invisible. And I need attention, so I am going to overshare. And a lot of times, it's a bait share. It's one of those that gives a little bit of information without the whole thing. So people are like inquisitive, like, oh my oh, gosh, what's, what's wrong? wrong? Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I just checked into the ER and then they just stop. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then they quit communicating yes. with you. And those what's are those the reason attention. behind that? Attention? Well, yeah, it's attention. It makes all these people now have this care and this concern and now maybe they're calling or messaging or texting and then this person feels like, oh, I do have support. I do have people who love and care for me. Um, I've seen people post things like, oh my gosh, I just, I don't even know if I can do this anymore. And everyone's thinking they're suicidal. Right, like, exactly. And I've seen those people too. worry that's a very attention seeking type of behavior. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in this day of electronic uh, technology, all the stuff, it does make it easier for that kind of stuff to happen, doesn't it? Sure does. Than it ever has before. Because back in the age where you had to write a letter, you know, it take days for it to get there, right? Yes, it did. I mean, those days. And now, really- right, people can be in the moment feeling what they feel and share it with the world. Another um, one of those reasons I think this attention comes to is they're trying to, um, if they're in a conflict, they're trying to get people on their side. So oh, they'll yeah, be like, yeah, yeah. oh, can, I cannot believe and what this person did. And they're like sharing way too much. Your thumbs are going as you're talking like uh, this. They are. Because that's, because yes, that's right, what they do. And they're, they're sharing. And yeah. then all these people are like, oh, my gosh, that's horrible. You were wrong. You were this. And they're feeling yeah. valid. Validated. validated absolutely and that's what like, happens social media should never be where a conflict is 
presented. It can't be worked out there. It's doing no good. all the time. Yes, it does. Yes, Yes, it it does. does. If you're one of those that does that, you know what? Don't do it. Why not? Why would we say to a listener, if you're one that airs your grievances or tries to get people on your side in in any kind of dispute, work, home, relationship, whatever, why not do that? Well, it reflects negatively on you, first of all. It reflects How? negatively How on your it character. It shows that you aren't trustworthy. It shows that, you know, you are kind of a prone to drama because right. that's what you're out there giving drama and that queen. you're not willing to work through things with a person that has a conflict. So if I have a problem with you, you're going to just air it, feel the freedom to tell the world. And so I, I can't trust you. It's a character flaw. It certainly is. Wow. Okay, we got more to talk about here in just a couple minutes. We're going to go to break, and we're going to come back and talk about more reasons why people overshare. Be careful. And I never thought I'd be. is the Tantalk Radio Network. Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. Don't turn it off now. You need this stuff. Tampa Bay's Tantalk Radio Network. that song dr angel this is go yard if you're just now joining us with me mama mac and dr angel because i think we're lacking this understanding of what true support and friendship is it's these people that are through thick that are through thin that are right that are with us really know you yeah right this this series we're in is part two of discriminant sharing in other words be careful who you open up to Yes, and who you're sharing the details of your life to. And, and that song says what to you? That song, wow, I love that song. I do too. All. We'll have to play it more. Yes, <laughs> because it tells me, you know, that's the support we're looking for. Yes. We're looking for those people that are honest, yes. that are trustworthy, that we have built relationship with, and that are really, truly there for us, and we're there for them. Right. And that's... That's the quality of support we need, not will they like my social media post or will they, you know, send me a heart or, you know, because that's what we're accepting as friendship right now. And don't you think it takes time to build that kind of relationship? Yes, it does. It doesn't just happen in a couple dates. People that rush into getting very serious very soon, going to bed with somebody very, very quickly, and or planning their future together very quickly, they're in for some heartache. In my opinion, it's been, and that's because I'm older than you. No, it, no, I absolutely 100% agree with you. And I do not say 100% very often. They are, 
in for heartache when we go too fast too soon if it's a romantic relationship a friendship relationship a professional relationship absolutely that's a huge flag you gotta go slow yes you go slow why though well because to know what somebody's really made out of you kind of gotta walk those seasons with them mm-hmm. you know we can fake anything for periods of time oh I've known some that can were really good fakers for sure. a period of time and they can we be whatever we think they think we need them to be right and then when life stresses and pressure start to really happen and those feelings wear off of newness mm-hmm. we really see what someone's made of when what? they're under their yeah. own stress yeah we do we really and that do. takes time. That's not going to happen overnight. It really doesn't. No. And especially if you have a long-distance relationship just by email or by phone calls or whatever, it, you take, it takes being in the same place at the same time, in my opinion. Yes, it does. How many people got married right after World War II? Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. My own parents did. Mm-hmm. And they were corresponding by letter. Dad was in Germany for two or three years during World War II. And uh, they came back, and, and they even admitted later they really didn't know each other very well. But they did date for a while before they got married. And it, but, but a lot of their friends did not. They just came back. They'd been writing letters. They got married. Yes. And a lot of those situations didn't work out very well. No, and then people, a lot of them stayed in very unhappy relationships with people they really weren't compatible with because to know our compatibility, you have to be face-to-face with someone. you got to be face-to-face, and you have to go through hard times, too. Yes. Not just the good times. The good times, everybody can go through a good time and have a good attitude. Sure. It's when life deals you something very difficult. You see where people are made of, right? Yes. And, you know, when I'm working with people in their relationships, I'm always waiting for the first conflict. Because, you know, they'll come and, oh, we, we get along and we love all the same things and we think the same way and yay, 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 and everything's perfect. Like, no, People are not perfect. Relationships are not perfect. So it's always that first conflict where we start to see some stuff happening. And it happens to everybody, doesn't it, Dr. Yes. Angel? It's not, you're not ever going to, I've known people that have said to me, I went up pastoring years ago, well, we have never had a crossword between us. We've been married 20, uh, some people in my church years ago, we married 27 years, never had a crossword. Bull <laughs> is all I got to say. That just doesn't happen. True. Right? Even in friendships, it doesn't happen. Sure. Because people have different opinions about things. You're going to see things differently from time to time. And that's what makes life worth living is the differences that we have. Yeah. But taking that time to really grow a relationship is so important. You know, and people have this sense of like solace with a stranger you know you hear about the person they go oh yes you know they meet the stranger and they're telling them their whole you know the movie Forrest Gump was kind of set up the whole way all these people sitting on the bus benches and he's going through his life but we got to be careful about that stranger I mean it's it's not the time and age that people are strangers anymore right you know, I was I was just on a cruise last weekend, and I was yes, you talking were. to That's some people. That's why we did a rerun, Tommy. <laughs> it, the here, cruise lady over here was gone again, but we allow her to do that because she loves it. So I was sitting down in a trivia game, and I was talking to th- these people next to us, and we were you didn't having know a, them. Did not know them. We're having a good conversation. Went to you know add them to social media, and realized they were friends of one of my friends. So like we're pretty connected these days with social media. I have no idea who these people were, but they know somebody that I know that makes us more connected. Do they all cruise as much as you cruise? (laughs) (laughs) But I'm saying, yeah, they may. They might. Not as much as I do, but they do cruise. But the the point of that is, is there really isn't a stranger these days because of social media. We have degrees of being found. That anonymous piece is not anonymous anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, okay, so you need to be careful with all this. When we talk about discriminant sharing, and if you just tuned in, what we're trying to say is, especially with social media, be careful. But we're also saying when you meet someone in person, you say, oh, well, that's okay then. If I just, you know, just go ahead and set up a date right away and I meet them in person and we're sitting in a restaurant, then I can tell them everything. Why not? Because they haven't earned the trust to know that information. But what if you don't know what to talk about? 
Because I've known people who go, oh, I don't know what to talk about, so I just talk about me. I just talk about everything that's happened to me in my oh, life. Oh, yes, they do. That's everyone's favorite topic. And, and, you know, <laughs> <laughs> everyone's favorite topic is themselves? Oh, yes. Of course. It really is. And, you know, you keep it surface level until you've earned those. Con- what What are things you like? What things do you enjoy doing? Like, those are great conversations for when we're getting to know somebody. Right. You know, finding the common grounds or the things we both enjoy or maybe things we don't enjoy. and having those types of discussion. I do not have to sit there on my, you know, first date or first meeting with a new friend and give them these details of my life that they do not just they have they don't need to know yet. Right. So the person who says, well, he didn't have much to say or she didn't have much to say. Uh, he asked me questions about myself and I just talk 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 talk. That is fishy. Yes, it is. That's a flag. It's a red flag. And we did a whole series on red flag. Yes, Yes, we did. That's on our website. Red flag something or other. What do we call it? Red flag something. I don't remember, but But yes. But it's on there from last year sometime. Really a good series. So go there to GoYard2014. You know what? I'm just going to say this to add it. A lot of people will fish for the intimate details of our life by making us think they're doing it out of care for us. (laughs) how do they do that you know they make us think well you know this this helps me love you more this helps me protect you if i know these things and and we're giving it to them because we they're we believe they're going to care and protect us and then you know they're not we find out something bad has happened i want to go back to the comment you threw out just accidentally a few minutes ago that people's favorite topic is themselves do you really believe that doctor Oh, most people, yes. How, uh, and and <laughs> why is that? Let's talk about that. People like to talk about themselves. They want to be heard. They want to be seen. They want to be accepted. Like it all goes into that basic human need to be seen and accepted and to belong. So it, with that premise, and I agree with you on that, by the way, uh, with that premise, that's why so many people get in trouble. Yes. Because that's the, our tendency. Our human nature is to talk about ourselves. And we just think people want to get to know us, right? Which is okay. They should want to get to know us. Mm-hmm. How about reversing that and asking be the questioner? Sure. What, right? That's, isn't that a, an important personal trait to have? Yes. Asking someone else. We should want to know about yes, them right? as we are sharing about ourselves. And I'll tell you, a lot of people do not do that. Um, I had a little personal I don't know what I was doing I was doing a little experiment where I was going out with friends co-workers and having lunch with them and I was and having there. A, taking them on a cruise no I didn't take them on cruises but we did go out to lunch and I would sit and listen to conversation and 90% of all those conversations were all them sharing about themselves if I let them they would it was all about them and not a reciprocal conversation right I found through the years the same very very same thing that it's almost unique to find someone who asks you questions Mm -hmm. because most people just talk about themselves yes and they don't, you know, when people ask that, how are you doing? Is that polite? They don't like, mean to that. Open the door? They don't want they do not. No, they don't want to really care about that. That's just a comment like, what's up? Right? Right. You know, I, I know I've shared this before on air, but I had a conversation with a friend, a good friend, that was, oh, how are you doing? I'm like, you know what? I'm really not doing really great. And she's like, oh, that's good. And blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, shh, totally didn't hear that's anything good. I said. <laughs> and went on for the next 45 minutes talking about her world. And then bye. Okay. So this is the kind of world we are living in now. It's very self-centered. Yes. What is wrong with that? Well, first of all, we're not Do I have three hours? Is that what you're getting ready to think and say? No, it is a self-centered world. And this is why we do not have quality relationships. This is why. This is why. We crave them. This show is morphing into a talk about self-centeredness. But honestly, this is a big part of the problem of of discriminant, indiscriminate sharing. Right. When people are not discriminating with what they say. It's because of self-centeredness because they just think they're great. Mm -hmm. Most people do think they're great. Well, you know... I know you think you're great, Dr. Angel. (laughs) No, you are great. I know we've harped a lot on social media, but one of the things that's done in our culture is it's made everyone kind of feel like they're their own celebrity in their circle. 
Hmm. Think about that. You know, before social media, I mean, how many people did we share pictures of our children with? Not very many. No. No, just our family. Right. And you mailed those. You mailed yes. those to you or know. our vacation photos. Or oh yeah, our... that was usually in person. Look at the album. Yes. Yeah. And now it's going out to whatever Wherever we have in the world that we've accepted on our friends. So it's kind of made us the celebrity in our circles. Hmm. And then we feel this we're important. This false sense of important. We want to feel the belonging, which is why people crave the numbers of relationships on social media you know there's i want you know i have a thousand friends or i have two thousand friends on social media do you would you you wouldn't even know who they were if you were sitting next to them at the ball game do you have a thousand friends do i no yes okay Mm -mm. all right so but i i take your point and it's a good one because what we're saying is be i'm gonna throw this at you (laughs) aren't there a lot of people that feel very insecure very inferior yes Yes. very unworthy this has been my experience as a pastor all these years very bad about themselves in so many ways sometimes shame past actions failure and so social media has been the crutch yes has become the crutch that people need to boost up their Mm self-worth and to give them a little bit of importance in this world when in fact they need therapy. <laughs> you know, and that, that's kind of, I mean, that's I our mean, next point. They need God, I would say, as a pastor, but they need something other than to just have people, 500 people, like their new profile picture. You know, and that was kind of where the next point is. You know, the, there's only one relationship that you can go in and not have to build that trust in that relationship to tell you the details of your life, and that's your therapist because they're protected under law and can't share your information. But we're not doing this in therapy. Are you telling me that you don't tell all my junk I tell you? No, I don't tell anything. <laughs> Secret, I'm a sealed vault. But No, you know, that's true. And it's the same with the pastor. Sure. And and yeah. And those are the only safe places to really, really And your attorney. Yes, to expose and your doctor. Those and your doctor. But and it's for a purpose. It's for the purpose to HIPAA laws. Yeah, I, you know, you gotta love HIPAA. <laughs> you gotta love it. You know, it's for the purpose to get help or to look for solutions or maybe get feedback and, and objectivity and help you make changes oh, and learn and grow. Is wonderful. You know, or to vent and kind of release negative toxic feelings, but it's a productive thing that we're doing. The problem is we're just sharing everything and there's no, nothing productive about it. It's destructive. We're hurting relationships. We're breaking. We have no trust. We have no depth to our relationships. What? What? Tell me about depth in a relationship. What's that? How's that translate to you? That word, depth. Well, when I think of depth of relationships, first of all, I'm thinking about these are long-term relationships. Okay, time. Time. Okay. I'm thinking these are relationships that have built trust and mm-hmm. intimacy, mm-hmm. and not just romantic relationships, but they're. Right. Friendships, friendships too. that you can talk and they about have anything. Where you can right? be real and you're not real. being judged, and your information yeah. staying in that relationship, and you're supportive when you have a need. They're there for you when they have a need. You are there from them. Those are depth relationships. Mm-hmm. Very few people have those. Yes, they do. We all crave them. That's Why what we're we trying them? to get. We're created for that. We're created for relationship. Outside of, you know, food and shelter and like that need to belong is strong. It is. Very much so. Because then we are validated. Then we feel like we have purpose and somebody understands what we're saying. Mm -hmm. Here's our situation. Cares about the pain we're going through right then. Yes. Right. Right. But when we are so self-absorbed that we don't care to ask questions of others. We don't care to check on others, quote unquote, whatever mm-hmm. that might mean. Uh, for some people, it means a quick phone call or a text. Hey, you doing okay today? Or, hey, let me know when if you want to chat. Or, you know, that kind of thing. There's a lot of people that can go long periods of time and not, quote unquote, 
check in with their friends, right? Oh, sure, sure. And that's why we're seeing things like depression on the rise. Yeah. And it's really on the rise. I mean, I've noticed it just in the counseling room. So many people are are experiencing this depression. They're not even aware it's depression. It's that loneliness, that lack of really being connected with someone. Right. They're not. They have all these, you know, they're, they're knee deep in water and they're dying of thirst because it's not quality water. Right. 727-501-6557. What is that? That is my phone number. Why would I give that out? Because this is a great place for people to get the help, to heal and to, to learn how to make those connections. Absolutely. In May of this year, we opened a new facility in Clearwater, 2058 Weaver Park Drive. We went in, uh, our, our ministry, Beacon of Hope Ministries, which you are also a part of, uh, and your counseling uh professional office we join forces and and uh work steadily for several weeks on a, a building and turned it into ours and uh we're very excited and you have your you have professional offices there yes. and training offices and uh we're excited about them we have church services and bible studies and all kinds of stuff going on so uh angels dr angel's office number is 727-501 grab a pen Five zero one six five five seven. Your rates are sliding scale based yes. on income. As you are working on getting all your insurance uh, platforms in place, it takes a while. And seven two seven five zero one six five five seven. I know you have a few openings from time to time. You do. You've been. You really took off very quickly. Yes. And we're very grateful for that and what God's doing with that with you. But you are an amazing therapist, and I hear nothing but great, re- great reports. Seven two seven five zero one six five five seven. Why would somebody want to get an appointment with you? So that they can get healing and they can grow and learn through the experience. So they can experience what they crave. Right. They can experience real connection. They can experience quality relationships. They will have their value and their sense of who am I and where do I belong. They'll know those things. And, and I think that, and, and, and you can disagree with me, but I think that in five years of doing this show, I have seen you grow so much in your confidence with the information that you put out here week after week after week and you're living it and you're teaching it and and you are you are ministering the, the those concepts to the patients that come through the doors and it's amazing to watch because as you have been giving this out you're growing sure you're getting stronger because you know this stuff works yes i'm watching it you know one of the we've had quite a few patients come through the door but i've had we've been open since may and i can't tell i was just doing discharges because they're better they're, they're healthy better. they're yes. they're moving on so in they their don't life. have to spend 10 years with you no wow so it's been amazing to watch this work and watch people's lives change right before and these my eyes. are what we call go yard principles yes. and that's what this show is all about life-changing principles why do we do a series like this on being careful what you share with others is we're trying to help protect you from heartache from perhaps financial fraud from uh getting into a situation where you might be unsafe physically emotionally or your your reputation may get ruined you may lose jobs you may not have the opportunities that you would like to have because i know employers are looking on social medias to see what people they are doing are, aren't they yes. that is a very good point and and a lot of people may not know their no. employers look there why why do they do that because they want to know the kind of person that they're bringing in their doors. What do they really do? Schools, colleges have been looking, looking on it. Yes. What kinds of stuff are they posting? What's their their beliefs or their words or what are they putting out there? Because that's important. They pull credit reports. Yes. Why do they pull credit reports? Because they want to know if you're trustworthy. Do you right. pay, pay your, your obligations? Bills. Right. Yeah. What's your credit score? Mm-hmm. All these things that the, our society now has this information out there easily readily available for people but it does give a picture of a person's character don't you think sure it does this? sure does i mean people don't know. put naked pictures on on internet right <laughs> no never because they're always there forever and ever and ever but yeah but i mean but there even are people who I, maybe not naked but they put things revealing. they should oh, not put out there major headlines of teachers who've lost their yes, jobs from yes. posing in their bathing suits on their social media account why crazy yes and we need to be guarded it can cause real 
harm for us. That's a good point that I, that really just has come up during our conversation. We haven't even been looking at our notes. <laughs> so this is just, we are just talking right now. But it is very dangerous to put out too much about you. Yes. Very. Don't put your address. Emotionally, <laughs> physically, like all of that. You know, people are like, oh, I, I don't put my address out there. But you know what? If you take a picture from your house and you post it, mm-hmm. your GPS might be embedded in that picture. So That's you did. Right. So you did. That's right. Like, we're not thinking about these things because we don't want to think that, you know, bad things are out there. But bad things are out there. And even if it's not bad, even if it's just being betrayed, that's a heartbreak. Talk about betrayal when it comes to this. You know, betrayal happens when I share a confidence with somebody and they use it to harm me in some way or tell other people about it. And, you know, I hear it in the counseling room. Betrayal is really hard for people to work through. They don't want to trust anymore. When I'm dealing with relationships and they're in this conflict, almost always when there's a trust issue in a current relationship is because they were betrayed by somebody else before this before this relationship so someone else caused the wound and now they're bleeding on their new relationships because it wasn't healed sure wasn't healed so and that's something they need to work through with somebody like you yes right because that takes more than just a quick five minute fix sure betrayal is deep and i mean you can see lifelong harm from being betrayed Mm, we need to do a series on that. Yeah. I mean, that's really, yeah, that could help people. But that's what can happen when we share too much too soon with the wrong people. You know, one of the lines I use so often in the counseling room is, you know, when it comes to our sharing, we get to say who we share our information with, when we share our information with them, and how much of that information we want to give them. Mm-hmm. We are in control of that. Right. We say who, we say when, we say how much. Mm-hmm. But we need to use that. In other words, seize our own power. Yes. Right? Which we talk about all the time on the show. Yes. Because too often we allow people to take our power from us. Do you want to talk about that? Yes. We make we allow them to make us feel obligated to tell them defend a choice or to tell them where we were or what we were talking about. I mean, I can't tell you the number of people who come in the counseling room going, oh, well, my my wife is going to ask what we talked about today. What do I tell them? Okay, well, what do you want to tell your wife about what you talked? Like, this is yours. You don't owe them the details of what we talked about. And they would say, but, but we got married, so we got to share everything. No. But, but no, you don't. You know, and so, but that happens. And so you own your information. I think we're losing that. We own our information. We are losing that. And sometimes in a marriage or a, a relationship like that, an intimate relationship, someone, the controlling one. Yes is puts out that idea of i've got to know everything about you you've got to tell me everything you're thinking what are you thinking right now what are you thinking right you know stuff like that don't you think yes and it's a control mechanism it can absolutely be a control mechanism and you know everybody is entitled to their information when they're ready to share it they share it and if they're not they don't and where does it say in the marriage license and from now on you will get every thought you will discuss (laughs) with your partner or your spouse it doesn't Every but people do that to us, and they make us feel obligated to tell them information that they don't need to have. And we got to stop buying that obligation. Well, that goes along with the codependency thing. When we have done series on codependency, and we recommend you go to our website, goyard2014.org, and with, go down through the titles, and we have a series there on codependency. Probably need to talk about that more because that is extremely very, very much a part of this concept right here. Yes. Right? Absolutely. You know what I'm seeing more is this codependency with online relationships. Oh, explain. Well, they're highly, I mean, with social media and all kinds of these anonymous, you know, dating sites, there's this, they can't put it down and they will sacrifice everything. Oh, yes. Time with their kids, time with their family, their jobs, like all kinds of stuff to have this online fix. Yeah. It's addictive. Very. But they only feel valuable and needed 
when they're on this online platform. And getting told that they're beautiful and mm-hmm. I can't wait to see you and on and on and on. Sum up what we've been talking about, Dr. Angel. You are the professional. Oh, wow. So we've been talking about we need to be guarded. We need to be careful. We need to use judgment with our information. All of our information, our personal feelings, um, the details of our life, with whom we share that with. We need to make sure that we are taking the time to really build a relationship that has earned the information we're giving it. Just don't rush in too quick to commitment. Exactly. And when someone has broken our trust, we can't just ignore that and continue sharing that information with them. So we need to use that judgment. But there's so many people that are afraid to take a stand like that. They find out that there's something that they told their partner or the person they're dating has gone to 55 of their closest friends, and they don't want to confront because they don't want to lose that relationship. Because they feel they need to feel needed. And so right. you, we need quality relationships. And so... Be careful. You know, being authentic does not mean you give all your details out. And so we own our our information. We need to be guarded with who we share it with. We do. We do. We encourage you to get a hold of us with any questions, comments. You can email us, goyard2014 at gmail.com. You can go to our website, goyard2014.org, O-R-G, get, go through titles and listen to these shows over and over again. Tell friends about our show. We are live, usually, almost always live, right here every every uh, Thursday night, 6.06 p.m., right here on tantalknetwork.com. We are on YouTube Live during the shows. Uh, you just go to Tantalk Radio, and uh, YouTube comes up. Live? Is that right, Tommy? Yes. Yes, you can just go to YouTube and search for WTAN Radio. WT. And the Go Yard Show. And the Go Yard Show. Okay, so you can do that. And uh, are they stored there too, Tammy? Tommy? Yes, they. Oops. Yes, they are. Okay, so they're stored there. By so date. By date, go there. Uh, Facebook also. Sometimes we're on Facebook. We didn't do it tonight, but but a lot of times we are on. And uh, the podcast right here, TantalkNetwork.com. Go to podcasts and go down to the name of this show, Go Yard, and there they are. Dr. Angel, final word you'd like to say before we get out of here tonight? Well, final word is take your power back. Yeah. Take your power back. Exactly. We're going on with this discussion next week. Discriminant sharing. Call a friend and say you got to catch up with the series. That was part two of this tonight. So go, if you missed part one, go to TantalkNetwork.com. Go to podcast. You can hear it on Go Yard. And we'll see you next week. And who are you? Dr. Angel. Oh, you are. Are you sure? Yes. That is who you are. I'm Mama Mac. And this is Go Yard. We'll see you next week. Good night. WTAN, Clearwater, FM 106.1, WDCF, Dade City, FM 102.3, WZHR, Zephyr Hills, FM 104.3. Listen.